Remember, no matter where you go, there you are. there party people in the house in the place to be thank you so i just want to say i want to start off this episode by saying thank you so 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 much to everybody out there who's been listening downloading leaving awesome reviews like just talking positive about this this podcast show that i've been doing we are over, God, I don't even know anymore. It's like, I, I mean, obviously I'm not in, you know, I don't have all these crazy episodes out, out there, but I have over five 
So that's pretty cool. So there's that. Uh, I don't have any real topics of discussion for this particular episode. I figure I would just sort of spit right off the dome, if you will. <laughs> How should I put this? Like I, I've been, I've been thinking a lot lately, as pretty much the entire nation has been, the entire world, right? With the with the pandemic, with Black Lives Matter. With uh, with basically the movement that's been there's it's been like sort of a crack in the dam right and the crack has been getting bigger progressively as we've been moving along in this life and then all of a sudden the crack break the the crack makes the dam break and now you have this rush this crazy rush of just everything. <laughs> the the tipping scale right the the everything everything is just bubbling over so i just wanted to take a a minute just to breathe just to relax i wanted to talk about okay so first i really wanted to talk about how this i've been on this plant-based diet now and it's been really doing wonders and and health-wise, I feel I feel much better. I've had uh, some acid reflux issues in the past few years, and switching over to like a more plant-based diet. Where and you know, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not full vegan or vegetarian or whatever. I'm a pescatarian, and I realize that sounds religious or whatever, but it's basically this diet where I'm just sticking to seafood. That's really the only meat that I've been eating. Um, I started January 1st of this year, and I haven't looked back. And thus far, health-wise, I just feel so good. I, I paired it with flexibility yoga, which has been improving my skateboarding. Um, I feel much more flexible lately. And, you know, I just wanted to talk about that stuff, right? Because uh, I, I noticed people out there and... Some of my friends have been doing it. My sister actually has been uh, joining me in the quest for this pescatarian diet as well as doing yoga um, a lot more frequently. So I wanted to talk about that stuff. And then I got stuck. I just, ah. So this September will be four years Four years since my brother died, since he passed away. Four years. And in those four years, like, two of which I've been just lost, right? The first year, you know, the after the first year, after it happened, uh, so it happened in 2016. September 27th, 2016, my world just fucking changed, right? And the two years following his death, I've just been in a world. It's like a, you know, like you, you hear that cliche, a downward spiral, you know, bands have made albums called that. You know? <laughs> but truthfully, that's what it is, man. It's like the day I heard that news, 
I just fell to my knees and nothing, fucking nothing has been the same since. So I, I immediately started count, you know, counseling therapy. I don't know. I, I, so I, I started seeing this therapist. Her name is Kat, is Kathy. The, so the therapist that I was seeing, her name's Kathy. And I just remember talking to her about just frivolous stuff, shit that just didn't matter, right? Like how amazing Captain America is and how awesome Chris Evans is in the role and all that bullshit, right? Everything but the death of my brother. Just talking, talk, 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 talk. Sometimes you just talk just to hear yourself talk. And you kind of step outside of yourself and you see yourself and you see your lips moving and your hands moving and everything in motion. But your fucking soul, your spirit is stuck, is fucking just still, just watching your shell go on about all this stuff. And yet there's no meaning to anything anymore. There's nothing, nothing that exists means anything Because at the end of the day, when you sit down in the darkness, on a sofa somewhere, watching whatever's flickering on the television screen, you come to the simple realization, right? The simple reality that the person that you've loved all your life is no longer there with you. There's no longer, you can't can't pick up your phone and text them. You can't, you can't pick up your phone and call him. You can't do any of that shit because he's gone. He's fucking gone, you know? And, and then it's like time just doesn't even move with the same manner of, uh, you know, like sometimes when you're enjoying yourself, time just flies, right? It's a saying, you don't, you don't realize it, but it's like, oh my God, a month is gone. Oh my God, a year is gone. And yet after my brother passed away, it's just all been the same. They all sort of run, in, run into each other. They all just, my son is going to be 13 this year. And it's like you sit and you wonder, where the fuck did everything go? Where, where did all the time go, you know? So I don't know. I really don't know. I, I don't know the answers to these things that go on in my head. I started this podcast with the intention of just talking about movies, right? Just talking about film. It's called Film Deviant. So I, my, my plan, my original intent was to tie these films to these emotional things, these things that I'm thinking about in my head, these things that are going on in, in, in the real world, right? But somewhere along point A and point B, it just kind of, I just kind of strayed away from that, that original intention of making that the, the format of the show. And now it's just me talking about my emotional issues, right? Like with, with racism, with, with uh, the pandemic that's going on still, you know, regardless of whether we go out there and we march and we protest for Black Lives Matter and we make the, we try as fucking with every, every bit of ourselves to make this world right. 
we still have that constant fear of getting sick, of dying, right? Of mortality. That's constantly staring at us from this dark place. And yet, we still go out there and we still march and we still fight for what we believe in. And that's amazing. God, it's just stuff like that really, really hits you and makes everything worth breathing, right? Worth bleeding, worth, worth dying for. It really teaches us that humanity can be beautiful if given that push, you know? You're like, initially, you're given, you're, you, you have to have that push in order for you to go out there and fight for what you believe in, you know what I mean? It's, it's almost like, and I'm not talking about the crazy people out there that just want to incite violence just because they're bored or whatever. I'm talking about the genuine people, the genuine souls out there. The nice people, if you will, right? So, you know, by nature, we just, we love peace. We love beautiful things. But when we're pushed, that's when we fight. When we're cornered, that's when we push. You know, that's when we push for what's right. So just getting back to my original point of all this, I was thinking about my brother and I was thinking about how, oh God, just thinking about like if, if he would, what he would think of this world that we're living in right now, you know, this mess, this social mess, this everywhere you look, it's just a mess, you know? Like, when you consider who the president is, when you consider the health of the world, of the, you know, of, of the population, of just the virus that's going on still, when you consider how we're fighting because of the color of our skin, when you consider all those elements, are we in a good place right now? Like, are we... Are, is quality of life good? Yeah, it's a question that we all consider when we shut our eyes at night and get ready to sleep. You know, some of us are just thinking of other things, right? We're all preoccupied with all of our own stuff. But when you close your eyes at night, do you ever think about just the quality of life these days? Of everything around us? Like, are we doing okay? Are you doing okay? So, I don't know, like, one of these nights I just started thinking of, like, what Byron, my brother's name is Byron, by the way, we, we were cursed when, <laughs> when, when we were given our names, so I'm Brian, and then my brother right behind me is Bryce, and then my brother right behind there is, right behind Bryce is Byron, and then you have Brandon, and then my sister's name's Amy. <laughs> so she was the only one to escape the, the cursed B names, right? But just thinking about, like, what Byron would think, you know, when he left everybody, he had three children, a wife, you know, a beautiful family, siblings, Friends, friends that adored him. 
and he was he was the kind of person that like he would jump out of his truck and help anybody who needed it right doesn't matter like you know he might be disgruntled about a certain situation or issue or whatever but if he ever saw somebody that needed help he would stop whatever the fuck he was doing jump out of his truck and help that individual no matter the color no matter the gender no matter what that person believed in like his heart was just full of that stuff that just makes people want to help people you know that that's what he that's that's where byron came from you know when it when it came right down to it the core the very fiber of what he was made of was good so it just makes me wonder man like what byron would be thinking these days and then like wondering about that it's like i wonder if i'm ever going to just stop feeling sad you know just stop feeling this pain in my heart about like my brother being gone you know and in that and you know i realize you're 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 supposed to when you lose somebody you're supposed to keep them in your heart forever keep those memories alive and keep all that stuff you know and be me being somewhat cynical sometimes i always wonder like is that enough to keep him alive in your heart is that enough to fill the void that's constantly trying to take you down it's constantly trying to pull you away from all these things that give you all kinds of light in this life you know constantly i'm talking fucking on a daily basis on almost a Every moment that goes by in my life, there's something, there's a darkness inside me that's trying to take over. And that darkness is the void that I was given when my brother just went away that one day, you know? And I realized that I could do with more therapy. (laughs) I realized that. I've taken to um, this lifestyle of, you know, being a pescatarian and doing flexibility yoga i've taken to that because in in a in a in a sort of way it's like a chain reaction it helps me to think about positive stuff it helps me to feel positive it helps me to just live better and in doing so my interaction with people is sort of positive it's it's me reaching out to people who need some kind of emotional help and asking them if they're okay if they want to talk if 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 I can be of any kind of help in any way, you know, I'm always the one that's always reaching out to try to help people. And, and it's only taken me this year to really try to help myself, you know, and I got to say, I'm a human being, so I fuck up. Like I fucked up countless times. I've fucked up recently, fucked up many, 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 many times over and over again. I make mistakes and and god this last fuck up was a really bad one i won't go into it because it's crazy but i do fuck up but i always do try to make it better as well you know like i always i i do try man like i'm a work in progress you know and when i fuck up i try to fix it i really do but at the end of the day, it's like, I still have that void inside me, man. Like, I still have it constantly. Like, I cried the other day, and I'm on the verge, like, of crying right now, but I don't want to fucking capture myself 
uh, crying on a fucking podcast, you know. But I miss Byron. I miss you, dude. Like, I really do. You know, it's me. Here I am in a lonely room recording this podcast with comfortable shoes on and just reaching out to you, Byron. Like, if you're out there, if you're listening to me, if you're listening to my voice, where... Wherever, like, whatever we all believe in, you know, I always feel that there is something out there, that there is a sort of hope out there that, you know, you can believe in anything. You can be an atheist, you can be Catholic, you can be all kinds of religious, right? I don't know, I just, I've always felt like there is something out there. I always hope that my brother is out there, you know, just maybe one day we'll be reunited but in this moment, if you can hear me, man, like if you can just feel me in, in this darkness and this loneliness of this whatever I'm living in, I just want you to know that I still think of you, dude. I still think of you. I still think of us. I still think of our history. I think of us as children playing in the fucking backyard of our home, you know? Like I think of the dog chico that we had dude like i think of you know like just trying to teach each other how to skate just trying to teach you how to how to how to fucking center your body so you can so you can fucking land that kickflip or you can land that ollie you know just center your ba- your balance like i remember holding you holding your shoulders and just being there when you fell i would catch you i would pick you up and i would <sighs> God, I just fucking miss you, dude. That's all. That's all I just wanted to say. Like, I miss you. I wish you were here. I wish you never left. I know you have children that miss you dearly. Like, I... Every day that goes by, Byron, like, you're in my head. You're in my thoughts. You're in my heart, you know? Fuck! I'm sorry, guys. I just, uh... I had a moment there... You know, it's it's like I, I try to I try to mesh the two worlds, right? Like I try to talk about the things that you know, for me anyway, they matter. <laughs> you know, like movies like Demons and Deep Red and and Italian cinema, right? Like for me they matter and I do try to talk about that, but I also try to talk about things that at the end of the day matter the most, you know me missing my brother like that's a thing that i'm constantly fighting and not necessarily fighting but it's there you know i constantly think of it i constantly feel it that emotion that that longing to just hold my brother again in my arms you know but here i am in this room recording this episode <laughs> what can i say right what can i say all i can say is um again thank you for just being out there listening to my voice i feel like i needed something creative to jump on and this podcast really it's it's really been helping me you know i don't even care if it's like two people out there listening to my voice or if it's a hundred people but like judging by the numbers on you know my last couple of episodes like there's a bunch there's a good handful of people that are out there listening to my voice 
<laughs> so that's cool. Um, I guess the whole point of this, right? The whole point of this episode is that we do have each other. At the end of the day, we all fight for what's right. And we're stronger in numbers. And even though sometimes it feels lonely, like it feels fucking super alone right here recording this episode in this lonely room. But you guys listening to me, I feel like, like you're there for me and I'm there for you. Like we're down for each other. And that's what counts. At the end of the day, that's what counts. And us being together with this whole Black Lives Matter movement, it's important that we stay together, that we remain together, that we don't break that chain. Because chains that are broken are much weaker, but chains that are not broken and are together and remain together are solid. We can do this. We can fight and make this change happen, guys. So I guess the whole point is <laughs> we got to stay together through all this. I got I to gotta understand that I'm not alone. I still have my, the other siblings in my life. I still have my family, my beautiful family, my strong wife um, who's been there by my side, regardless of like all the shit that I'm going through, like all the, the things that I've done to fuck up. Like she's still there. She's still there by my side and she still loves me. My son looks up to me and he sees me as like a rock you know, and I remember growing up and it was just my mom, like it, my my father left when I was like six. So my mom was the one that I always looked up to, you know, she was my rock. And that's what I have to be for my son and for my family. <sighs> but you ever just feel weak sometimes, you know, if you do, please feel free to reach out. I'm always somebody that is, um, I'm an empath, so I'm just, I'm always ready to help people, you know, to help you, you listening. If you're down on your luck, if you, if you feel a certain way, if, if you feel, you know, that dark monster looming in the shadows, ready to just eat you up, just come, come reach out to me, man. I'll, I'll do everything in my power to help you, you know? That's who I am. That's how I've always been. And that's who I always will be. Just ready to help you, man. Speaking of, like, monsters in the dark, have you guys watched? I'm sure you have. Like, it's it's much older now. But I, I rewatched The Babadook the other night. And, God, what an amazing movie. Like, I just, I know it gets a lot of shit because, you know, of... Uh, of the kid in that movie and his constant like <laughs> making things difficult for his mother but emotionally i just i just latched onto that movie because at the end of the day it's those monsters that we have to deal with it, it's it's not the ones like in real life you don't defeat your monsters and then just move on and everything is fucking honky dory and life just, you know, blossoms after you just defeat the monster. Like, in real life, we learn to live with our monsters. We learn to accept our monsters. And 
and to feed those monsters whenever it needs feeding, right? I don't mean to spoil the movie The Babadook for you if you haven't seen it, but I'm guessing a lot of you out there who are film deviant fans from, you know, from the website and then uh, the Facebook page, I'm sure you've seen The Babadook. Um, it's a great movie. It, it, for me, anyway, it goes down as a modern uh, classic. Um, the same way, like films like Nightmare on Elm Street, when I was a kid, like are considered classics. You know, uh, in twenty twenty. So, if there's anything that I can re- recommend for you guys tonight, if you haven't already seen it, watch The Babadook, and hell, just watch it again. It's a great movie. It's enduring. So, like every watch, it just becomes a better movie for in my opinion anyway i just i don't know it clicked for me a little bit better when i watched it the other night because it just with everything that we're going through these days like we have to accept that the monster is always going to be there you know you go to therapy you do you know now like i I, i've taken medications I, i was on meds for a year almost um because i was fighting my own depression you know but it didn't click. I'll say, like, it didn't click up until the very, like, the third of last year, you know, the last third of 2019. It really didn't click for me until then, where it was like, you know, this is something that I'm going to have to live with. So I have to just acknowledge that it's always going to be there. I'm always going to miss my brother. That's not going to go away. But have to learn to live with it i have to learn to feed this monster whenever it needs feeding i have to learn to accept it and know that it's always going to be there in in the shadows i have to know that i have to understand that completely in order for me not to get over this but to live with it live with that pain, live with that loss, live with that void, that blackness inside of me, just live with it. You know, it's sad, it sounds a little depressing, (laughs) but in my reality, that's how I cope with things. That's how I move forward, is knowing that that monster is always going to be there. It's not, I'm, I'm not going to bury it in a shallow grave somewhere and chant the words in order for it to disappear you know it's it's always going to be there always and i think chatting with my sister earlier this week i think we've reached that place where we're starting now to just understand that this is our new lives you know this is our this is the new hand that we've been dealt and in order for us to move forward and not stay stagnant in a place where, you know, it's just going to build and build and build all this torment and anguish and pain. In order for us to move forward, we have to acknowledge that all of that stuff is something that's going to be with us from now until our very last breath, right? And whatever pain that you guys are experiencing, whatever darkness that you've come from, I think the sooner that we learn that we have to live with things, that we have to, you know, and I'm not saying accept them really, but 
they are a part of us regardless, you know. Some of us try our entire lives to exercise these things, exercise these demons from within us. And yet, you know, we're either born-again Christians or reformed addicts in some way or, you know, whatever, whatever the vice is, whatever the thing is that we dug ourselves out from, at the end of the day, that addiction is always going to be there. At the end of the day, that pain, that loss, that whatever you're dealing with, it's always going to be there, right? But it's up to us to learn to live with things in order for the wheels to start turning and for us to start moving forward. I think it's very important in this life that we acknowledge these things. You know, like when you take a look at the whole Black Lives Matter movement, it's only now that we're starting to deal with all these poisons, all these um, particular grievances and human errors that we've had been living with this whole time. Like we've been just now trying to learn from them and then trying to move forward knowing that those things exist and they probably will always exist, but there's always a way to make things better. There's always a way to find the place of salvation and then just move forward. You know, like just me and my own personal experiences, I've found a way to grow in my own life. And in doing so, it's enabled me to move forward with things that I've always been wanting to do. Like I've always wanted to start a podcast and I've been chasing that thing for like, God, years. I remember bringing it up to my be- my best friend Craig and my brother Bryce about starting this podcast idea. I- I've brought it up to countless people. If you talk to um, my friend Rachel, who's found success in her own Jello podcast, like we've kicked around the idea of starting a podcast years ago, a, a Jallo podcast. It was it was going to be called Deep Fried Jallo, you know. Um, and I talked about other friends, you know, with with the with the whole idea of just starting a podcast. I've been wanting, been meaning to do that for years. And then one day it was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it. I'm in a place now where I can, and why not, right? So it's just me moving forward with things that I've always wanted to, wanted to do, whether it's for the, you know, better or worse or whatever. Uh, however you guys receive this particular podcast show, that remains to be seen. But I've been getting some pretty decent feedback, so it just shows me that I'm stepping in the right direction. And, you know, like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's helping me. It's helping me grow uh, with, with the person that I am and the person that I've accepted, it's helping me grow. So in turn, small things like this, small steps, they do matter. You know, it, I read something the other day where it's like, it's not one giant step that makes you go forward. It's a whole, it's a, it's a lot of little steps that make you go forward, right? So applying that to this whole Black Lives Matter movement, it's all of us together. Like, that's the point of this. Like, we're not just one. We're not alone in all this. We have to come together. And it takes all of our little steps in order for us, to, as as a race, as a one, like, human race, right? 
in order for us to move forward. It's important. No matter what you do in life, you know, it's very easy to just pause and help like each other. <sighs> so I guess what I'm trying to say is we got to do this together. You know, me feeling alone, that's not the way. Like, I have friends, I have family, I have people that believe in me and willing to help me move forward. And it, it takes us being together in order to reach that growth. So I don't mean to jump up on the soapbox and create a platform for me to like go out there and, you know, just talk all this social awareness or whatever. But I think it's vital for the evolution of just us as humans, as our fellow humans, you know, for our growth in order for us to grow, we got to come together and help each other. First and foremost, you know, I think if we do that, my brother Byron would be proud. He would look down and from wherever he's at, you know, <laughs> and just smile and, 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 and I guess that's it. That, that's, just, I don't know, man. Like sometimes I go on these things and I have like a, a stack of things to talk about, like skate shoes and fucking beer and, and movies and music. But sometimes I just want to go on here and share a little bit of what's inside my heart with you guys. You know? Anyway, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for being there for me. Like I said before, I will be there for you if you need help. If you need help with anything, man. If you just need a, a friendly ear to talk to, I'm there for you. Reach out to me. Um, right now, really, I'm only on Instagram. Um, I think you might be able to find me on uh, Facebook Messenger, but I deactivated that like a month ago. Um, I might go back on soon to Facebook just to, you know, go out there and reach out to a lot of my friends and just, you know, let them know I'm doing okay. Um, but I don't know, like, I'm, I'm here. I'm here ready to help anybody that needs the help. And I feel like... I feel like this podcast thing is a good thing, you know, it's helping me. And in turn, it's turning you guys on to maybe like a movie that, you know, you, you might not have known before. I plan on like recommending all kinds of cool stuff for you guys to check out, but also like, it feels good to share, you know, it feels good to sit here and just share a little bit of myself with you guys. In, in a not, like, <laughs> indecent way or, you know, uh, inappropriate way or whatever. But it just feels good, man. It feels good to share my voice and have somebody on the other end, on the other side of this, listening to my voice. So thank you. Thank you for listening, for downloading, for leaving these amazing reviews um, subscribing, like, thank you for all that. Like, I really, I'm not somebody that's like sponsored by anything. So I'm not making money. If anything, I'm probably paying a little extra just to, you know, get my, uh, uploads out there or whatever to have a place to, to host this show. Right. I'm actually out of pocket paying for this stuff. 
So it's not like I'm doing this for any kind of compensation or whatever. I'm strictly just doing this because I love sharing things with you guys. When I first started Film Deviant, it was all about, you know, um, shining a light on all these small films out there that might not have gotten noticed otherwise, you know. So in turn, with this podcast, I'm just shedding light to things that I feel are cool and should be shared, you know. And one of those things is sharing with you what's in my heart. Sometimes I just do that. Sometimes I'll, you know, share a cool movie or a fucking amazing television series, like what we do in the shadows, by the way. If you're not watching it, you should be. Um, Or sharing something like The Babadook to, if you haven't already seen it, go out, check it out. If you've seen it already, it really deserves another viewing because that's a movie that you can watch constantly and always pick up something new from, you know. But I think more importantly... It's me sharing myself with you guys. So thank you for allowing me to do that. For the next episode, we will be discussing Ninja 3 The Domination. (laughs) How about that, right? And I'll have an amazing guest on the show, somebody that I look up to uh, in all of this, like, movie, like, cinema filmdom, right? He's somebody that has a really great voice, and whose voice I always respect because I just feel that he's a beautiful human being. Um, and he'll be on here next on the next episode, and we'll be talking about this little film from the 1980s about ninjas, about exorcisms, and uh, it's got Sho Kasugi in it, and um, it's an amazing fucking film. And we'll, that's what we'll be talking about next time. Anyway, until then, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I love you. Take care of yourselves and each other. They gon' remember my name. Gang. Gang. They tryna front on the game. They said boys come with the flame. True to truth